Hello, welcome back to Path of Just Mesilati Sharim by the Ramchal Rabbi Moshe Chaim Mutzato. Last time we spoke about how we can attain, how we can, how we can acquire the midah, the attribute of zrizut, of being hasty, being uh, having alacrity, many different definitions to the word zrizut. But last time we spoke about how we we're able to acquire that, and that was through appreciating all the good things that we have in our life. So this chapter, chapter 9, we're going to speak about the things that are detrimental and they they um, they make you lose the sense of alacrity and the sense of hastiness towards the service of God. So let's just jump in. So the things that keep you away from zlizut, keep you away from hastiness, are actually the things that grow your laziness. And one of the biggest ones of the things that grow your laziness and make sure you stay uh, uh, not hasty and, and not as much as you can to be zariz, to be hasty in going towards the mitzvot. What is the biggest thing? It's having bodily rest, physical rest, and uh, a hate for working hard or working effort effortfully. And a love... For pleasure to its fullest extent. Because a person like this, a person who only wants to enjoy all of his pleasures and wants to have complete rest and doesn't like to work at all, then the service of God will be very, very heavy towards him. In front of his master. Because a person who wants to eat all of his foods with rest and, and peace and to have sleep without any interruptions, and that he'll uh, walk like he wants to, not not in a fast way, and like these things, as comfortable as they can be. He won't get up early to go to to go to the bed knesset to go to uh, to pray in the morning. Or to make sure his meal is short so that he can make sure he can get to the mincha prayer. Or to go out and do a mitzvah if, even if the weather was not that great. So you already know he's not going to do these things to go out of his way to wake up early to make sure that his meal isn't too long so he can make it for the prayers or to make sure that he's doing a mitzvah even though the weather is not great. Even more so, he won't, he won't give him, he won't make himself go faster into the idea of doing mitzvot or learning Torah. Person who makes himself accustomed to being comfortable at all times is not the master of what he's able to do, and he's, he can't control himself from doing the opposite of this comfortability. Because he already made this comfortable life his second nature. So he can't go opposite of his second nature to become more hasty, to have more zlizut. A person is placed in this world not for peace, not for, for resting, but to work. And he shouldn't, he should only act like a, a worker who's working in front of his employee. Like it says in Masechet Eruvin, we are day workers. This is what we're saying when we as, as Yehudim, as Jews, we're working as, as day workers. We're working in the service of God. 
וכדרך יוצאי הצבא במערכותיהם אשר החלטם בחפזון שנותם הרי ועומדים תמיד מוכנים לעת קרב. And just like soldiers who are constantly ready to go, ready to fight, that their eating is short, their sleeping is temporary, and they're always ready to go to war, they're always ready to, to, to leave, they're always ready to go on their way. ועל זה נאמר כי אדם לעמל יולד. A person is born to, to work, to toil. וכשיגיל עצמו על זה ירדלך, now once he gets used to the life of being in a working mode, ימצא עבודה קלה עליו עדיין. He finds that the service of God is not hard, it's easy. כיוון שלא יחסר בעצמו הזמנה והכנה אליה, because he has nothing to prepare for. He's, his life is already a constant moment of work, so he's already ready to go, so that that service of God is not, it won't be tough to get ready for it. ועל זה הדרך המוזיק עולם ברכה, and this is why they say, the חכמים say, the scholars say, כך היא דרכה של התורה. What is the way of Torah? What is the path of Torah? פת במלך תאכל, you should only have bread with salt, ומים במשורה תשתד, you should only have a little bit of water, ועל הארץ תישן, you should sleep on the ground, תוקי אבות. Which is, uh, there's a bigger context to that פסוק, but what he's trying to say, שהוא כלל הרחקה בתכלית מן המנוחות והדונים. You want to make sure you stay away as much as possible from all things that make you too comfortable. So right, so our first point is that what prevents you from being hasty? Anything that makes you comfortable. Anything that prevents you from getting ready to serve God at any moment. Just like a soldier or a day worker is ready to serve, ready to work, ready to go to war. Just like that, you should, we should be too. We should be in the service of God. So a second point he makes, what's another thing that prevents you from hastiness? It's, in, it's, it's a sense of fear, but overwhelming fear, as in excessive fear, that you're afraid what might happen in the future, and you don't know what's going to happen, so you shouldn't do anything at all. Sometimes he's going to be afraid of the, the cold, sometimes he's going to be afraid of, of the heat. Maybe something will happen on, on the way. Maybe he'll get sick. He'll even be afraid from the wind. All these fears that are irrational. Irrational with an eye. So what does Shlomo Melech say? In Mishlei. This is what he says. The, uh, the, the lazy man says that there's a lion in the path and there's a lion in the streets. So we're going to explain what that pasuk means. What does that, what does that mean? There's a line in the streets. What does it mean that a lazy man says that? It doesn't make sense. So let's explain it. So the chachamim, the sages, they explained this pasuk and they said that it has to do with sinning. Because what does it mean? It has another pasuk. The sinners in Zion are, in Zion are frightened. And trembling has taken hold of the sinners. So that being afraid is a sin, according to this. So how do we explain that? So there's another instance where he quotes that uh, a scholar said to his student, when he saw that his student was being afraid, he called him a sinner. So he quotes another pasuk where you can't be afraid, in a sense that it's overwhelming, in a sense that it's excessive. Irrational fears. So now it gives us a rule. He should put himself as a which is sort of incidental or temporary in this world, 
and he's kavua, his, his set stance and what he should be doing at all times is his work. So everything of this world, all the physicality and everything of this world, it's not, it's not, uh, set. It's just temporary. Our set thing, the thing that we should be focusing on at all times is the avodah, is the service of God. He should only want and, and have the things that come towards him. Anything that comes towards his hand. He should be far away from resting. And should be close to the service of God. And his heart should be strengthened and, and right with the, uh, uh, with the certainty in God. Shouldn't be afraid of what time or, or what the future can hold. He has to trust in God and he has to be certain that God will take care of it. Because otherwise it's just fearing that something might happen, nothing gets done. So that's what, that's why the lazy man fears. Because the lazy man, if he fears, he can say he fears, but it's, it's irrational fear. So nothing happens at the end. It's just a fear. But nothing actually happens. So now a person can say and object to all of this argument that we just said, that a person should stay away from melacha, stay away from, I'm sorry, stay away from, uh, um, uh, rest, and that he should always be, uh, uh, he should also always be certain in God and not have fear. But then we could sort of argue with this. So the Ramchal takes a different side. A person, he, he, so he said, a person can argue, but I have to make sure I uh, guard myself, guard my life, so I don't come into any dangers. Even if he's a righteous person, he still has to guard, guard his body, make sure he doesn't get into any danger. And he quotes even a, even a, a verse in Masech Tubot that everything is in the hands of God, except for fevers, I think the translation is, except for colds and fevers. You should always, you should guard very well your souls. You should uh, make sure you guard your life so you don't have yourself in danger. Don't put yourself into danger. You shouldn't have this bitachon, this certainty at all times with no fear at all. Even a thing of mitzvah, even a matter of mitzvah, you, should, you shouldn't always have that certainty. You should, you should sometimes have a little bit of fear so you can stay away from that danger. So now he's going to disprove this argument. That maybe sometimes you shouldn't have that bitachon, you shouldn't have that certainty, you shouldn't have that sense of no fear. Da, you should know. Ki yeshira v'yeshira. There's a fear and there's a fear. Yeshira ruya. There's a fear that's supposed to ha- that you're supposed to have. Yeshira shota. And then there's a foolish fear. Yesh bitachon v'yesh holelut. You have faith and you have uh, folly. Literal translation. So you have bitachon, you have certainty, and you have things that are, it just doesn't make sense. It's foolishness. God created every single person with a mind that he can comprehend what is good for him and what is bad for him and that he can stay away from the bad things. Because those things are meant to punish, he says they're meant to punish, to punish the wicked people. But he knows to stay away from those dangers. A person who says that he can just uh, let him go towards the danger and just and, and trust in God and say that he's trusting in God, he has no fear, but he literally puts himself into the danger. That's not real bitachon. That's not that's not uh, certainty in truth. It's foolishness because you're putting yourself into danger. 
God created us to know what, where is the danger, what is the danger, and to make sure we stay away from that danger. So now a person who puts himself into the danger for no reason, it's, it's foolishness. God wants you to make sure you make, make yourself live. He doesn't want you to put yourself into danger all of a sudden. So now he's, by putting himself into danger, he's doing two things. Now he's in danger, and now he also sinned, because God wants him to not be in danger. So now he has two things on the same act. Right? So he says, not just the danger that he put himself into, because he didn't guard himself well enough. Now he literally sinned against God because he put himself into danger. In the sin that he sinned, the sin that he sinned now brings him towards the punishment. So this is the foolishness that he's saying. So there's a rational fear, whereas a fear that you don't want to die, that you don't want to put yourself into danger, that's a rational fear to make sure you stay away from the mazikim, the things that damage. And a foolish fear, yirashota, it's just to put yourself into situations that are, don't make sense. But we're going to explain it more. The guarding of oneself. And the the fear that you're supposed to have on to make sure that you're you're going in the right way, you're not you're not going into any danger. The one that's based off the sechel, the mind. He This is the fear that's supposed you're supposed to have. Because it says in Mishlei, Arum uftaim The uh the the prudent man sees danger and he hides, and the foolish ones go past and they get punished, as in they go towards the danger. The foolish fear, so this is the type of foolish fear. So we know the first fear, the fear that is sechli, it's, it's, it makes sense, it's logical, it's a fear that makes you, keep, keeps you away from danger, but the irashota, the foolish fear, what does it do? You make sure you guard yourself and guard yourself and put more guards up and have more fears and more fears. You do so, you get, you come up with so many excuses and so many irrational fears that you just don't do anything in the end. It's all bitul Torah. It's all nullifying the Torah. You're, you could have been spending that time learning Torah, doing mitzvot, but instead you came up with all these excuses. So now we're going to explain what's the real difference between a yira that you're supposed to have, ruya, or a yira shota, a yira that's foolish, a fear that's foolish. So in a place where there is danger, it's different. What does that mean? When there is danger in a situation, you're supposed to be afraid. If you can see the danger and there is danger to your life, you're supposed to stay away from that danger. But if you don't see any danger, there's no danger in what you're about to do, then you can't be afraid. You have to go with bitachon, you have to go with certainty in God. I don't see any danger. There's nothing dangerous about what I'm about to do. So I'm going to do it. Because a place where there's damaging and, and danger, you're supposed to guard yourself. But a place where there is no damaging, no, nothing, no, no forces that will damage you, no forces that will keep you, make you in danger. Why should you be afraid? There's, you shouldn't be afraid. Actually. 
anything that we don't see, we don't, we don't count it in. As in, if we don't see danger, we can't say that there is danger and come up with excuses and all these irrational fears. We have to go in with full certainty. And a, a wise person only has what his eyes see. Which is why we said in the Pasuk before, A prudent man sees danger, he sees with his eyes danger, and he hides. So what does that mean? He's only hiding from the evil that he sees. But, He's not hiding from things that are possible, that might happen. You can, you can come up with all these statements, something might happen, it won't work out, I don't know what to do, maybe this, maybe this will happen, maybe this won't happen, coming up with all these excuses, what does that do? Nothing. It's coming with excuses and nothing happens. So that's the fear that you're not supposed to have. It's irashota. It's a foolish fear. Which is the pasuk that we were saying before, the lazy person says there's a line in the path. What is the line in the path? So you might be scared. So he's going to quote the paragraph of the, the lions in the path. So the sages, they showed this passage and they show how far a person goes with excuses. So the sages say, So there are seven things that Shlomo said about a lazy person. What did he say? A person, they said to the lazy person, Your rabbi is in town. Go learn from him. So the lazy person answers, I'm afraid of the lion that might attack me in the path, on the way. Okay, he's not in town. Now he's he's in the neighborhood. He's four blocks away. I'm scared that there might be a lion in the streets. He's at the door, actually, the rabbis say. So the lazy person says, says if, if I go to the door and the door is locked, I might, I might not be able to let him in. So he comes up with all these excuses. The paragraph keeps going. Yelkut Shimoni keeps going. And the lazy person just comes up with excuses. So as you keep up coming up with these excuses, nothing happens. It's guard upon guard, right? Shmira al shmira, yira al yira. A foolish fear on top of a foolish fear. It doesn't make sense. So now we have a big rule. Fear is not the thing that causes one to be lazy. Laziness is what causes a person to fear. Laziness causes a fear. If someone tells you they're lazy, you know that they're, or if they're afraid of something, you know that they're lazy. If they say they're afraid to go confront someone, it's because they really don't want to do it because they're a lazy person. So I, I, we just proved it through these two and a half pages. Right? Because all these excuses, I'm afraid that something might happen in the future. What will, what will the future bring? Because you're not ready to go. There is no danger. You don't see any danger presently. So you have to go and take, and take the opportunity and, and trust in God and, and have faith. And all these things, they can be testified by daily life. What happens in everyone's day, because this is what most people go through. They come up with all these excuses. They come up with all these fears. 
And so they never get anything. And the smart person will find the truth in this. So now we just finished the topic of the midah, the attribute of alacrity, of diligence, of, of hastiness towards the service of God. So now he's going to sum up the past two attributes. We have to be hasty only after the zirut, being vigilant, being careful. Because why? You can't be hasty towards the service of God if you're not first in fear or in awe or being careful with the service of God. What, what does that mean? A person who doesn't, he's not careful with all the the commandments and what the service really is. What are the things I'm not allowed to do? What do I have to stay away from so I can do the service right? If he doesn't have that, which is really what zirut is, like we said before. It's hard for a person to love or to want the service of God and to go towards it hastily if he's still because he's still doing all the things he was doing before. He was doing all the things he was used to. All the ta'avot, all the, the lusts, the physical lusts and everything that he wanted before and he's not staying away from those. How can he go towards the service of God if he's still doing those things? It can't be either or. You have to stay away first. Zirut, having lotase. What are you not doing? Make sure you're not doing those things. And then you go with all your might and all your bitachon, all your certainty in God, and you do zrizut, and you're hasty with the mitzvot. Once he's opened his eyes and realized what he's done, and what things he has to be careful from, and he's thought, what are the mitzvot I have to do, and what are the avirot I can't do? I'm not allowed to do these things. Like we said before, it'll be easy for him to stay away from the bad, and to go towards the good and to be hasty towards the good. And this is simple. That is the end of Zrizut. So we just want to take on ourselves, make sure we're being careful first, but also don't forget to do. Do the mitzvot. Do Learn Torah. One of the things we said before, I'm not sure if I mentioned last time, but one of the things that he says in Zrizut and Zirut, the things that it's it, it'll take you towards the steps of Zirut and Zrizut is to learn Torah. Take five minutes, take 10 minutes, however much time you can, just take a little bit of time of every day, learn a little bit of Torah. We have vitaltransformation.org, we have all the Torah you can imagine. Just take it, look it up, and learn Torah for at least a few minutes. So we can all, with this, take on ourselves to be more zariz and be more hasty towards the service of God. Thank you.